Hi, everyone. Welcome to Dr. Lori Beth Bisbee's Erotic Library. On this podcast, I'm inviting you into my personal library to experience my favorite erotica. All of the volumes that I will read from are on my shelves. Each week, I will treat you to a piece of erotica, either my own or from one of my favorite authors. Some weeks, I will be joined by these amazing authors themselves, and you will have the chance to hear them read their own work. This podcast is being supported by my Patreon page. That's patreon.com forward slash Lori Beth Bisbee. For people who subscribe, you will have access to special interviews with authors and readings and also to special events. So grab your drink of choice, get comfortable, and enjoy a peek into my erotic world. Hey, everyone. Welcome to this week's episode of Dr. Lori Beth Bisbee's Erotic Library. Today, I am going to give you a sneak peek at my upcoming erotica. This um, Today's readings are from the book Chopping Wood, Shaping Metal, and Other Stories, which will be coming out um, approximately the middle of March. So, here we go. Butch. I see her as soon as I enter the play space. Her distressed leather trousers, white t-shirt with black harness, Sam Brown belt, leather motorcycle jacket slung over her shoulder. I look down and notice her boots could use some love and attention. By the time I reach her face again, her golden eyes are staring into me. She has a small smirk on her face. I immediately turn crimson. She nods in her direction as she walks over to the conversation area. She doesn't look to see if I will follow her, just knows that I will. She pulls out a chair for me, so I take a seat. Would you like a drink, she asks. Her voice is honey and smoke, a true contralto, with a faint southern twang. Yes, please, a Diet Coke, I reply. She heads off to the bar to get my drink. A couple of friends see me and start to head over to talk with me. Before they reach me, she returns. She hands me my drink, and I take a sip. She looks at my friends, and they wave as they walk by. Her name is Kitha, she tells me, and you are known as Jewel, she says. Yes, I am, I reply. I noticed you staring, she says. I blush crimson, but stay quiet. I am interested in you, too, she says. My blush turns even darker red. Here's what I'd like to do with you, she begins. My focus is on her lips, her eyes, the contralto timbre of her voice. I have to work hard to take in all her words. Does that appeal to you, she asks. Yes, I stammer. Is there anything I should know about you, she asks. Yes, I begin, and I detail my physical limitations, as well as my relationship commitments. I finish by telling her that she will need to talk with one of my masters at least and hand her my phone. Both know where I am, and I think Master Morloki knows her, at least in passing. Certainly she knows that I am Morloki's jewel, and so she rings Master Morloki. They talk for about ten minutes, as I sit quietly, trying not to hear the conversation. My blush turns to a blood red as I hear myself being discussed. This always highlights that I am a slave. 
There is always a hint of humiliation and a ton of heat associated with this kind of conversation. That I cannot consent to play with someone or have sex with someone as the agency lies with my owners makes me so fucking hot. They finish their call. Kitha takes my hand and leads me to one of the playstations that has a spanking bench, with split legs so my body is supported and my legs are apart. I'm not going to restrain you because I want you to hold your position. Is that clear, girl? she asks. Yes, Kitha, I reply. I am unsure what to call her, so I choose to use her name. You may call me Papa, she says. I haven't called anyone Papa since 1984. It feels good to use the term again. It has its own flavor to it, different from Daddy or Pappy. I reply, yes, Papa. She buries her hand in my curls and turns my head so I'm looking into her eyes. I like the sound of that on your tongue, she says, and leans down to kiss me. She sucks my lower lip in between her teeth, her juicy lips. She nibbles, then runs her tongue all around my mouth, exploring every part that she can reach with her tongue. I moan into her mouth and am breathless and dripping when she lets me go. She starts with her claws, a set of silver steel sharp as razors. She lightly scratches my back, my ass, my thighs. I struggle to stay still as I fear if I move she will cut me. That's right, girl. Don't move, she drawls. I cannot stop my trembling, but I keep as still as I can. She digs into my ass with the claws and I yelp. She moves from claws to a flogger. It feels like it might be deerskin, soft and not too heavy. She hits my back all over, my ass and my thighs. By the time she finishes, my flesh is tenderized and I am oozing nectar all over the leather of the bench. When she hits my ass, my pussy presses into the leather. I want to come so badly, but no better. She catches me, pressing myself into the leather, and flicks the flogger, hitting me squarely on the pussy. Not until I tell you to come, girl, she says. Yes, Papa, I moan. Kitha continues to flog me, changing from the deerskin to an elk which is heavier and rougher, and then finally to bullhide, which lands with a heavy thud almost knocking the wind out of me. I moan steadily. I can do nothing else but surrender to the sensations, the pain, the pleasure. Suddenly I feel her hand between my thighs. She scoops up some of my nectar and brings her finger to my lips. I suck them clean. She scoops up some more, then tastes me herself. Tastes good, she hums as she slides two fingers into my pussy and starts to fuck me. She pushes in deep, hitting the G-spot, the A-spot, exploring every crevice of my soaked cunt. Kitha adds a third finger and starts using her thumb to rub over my clitoris. I am so close to coming. Please, 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 Papa, please, I wail. Go ahead, girl, come for me, she replies and pushes three fingers in as deep as they can go. I scream as my orgasm begins, the contractions holding her fingers tight, then releasing, then grabbing again. As the waves subside, Kitha says, I want to fuck you with my fist. I shudder as I look at the size of her hands. She chuckles. Don't worry, I will go slowly and we will get there. She adds some warm lube to my cunt even though I'm dripping and then adds some to her hand. She takes her other hand and strokes my hair, gripping and pulling my curls lightly until I am purring with pleasure. 
That's a good girl. Relax. Open for me, she says. Kitha slides two fingers inside my kitty and starts stroking my G-spot again. I move with her as she fucks me, moaning steadily by this time. She adds a third finger, then a fourth, still fucking me slowly. Finally, she pushes in with her thumb, curling her fingers slowly into a fist. The fullness, the stretching, hurts, but I want more. Behind the hurt is such intense pleasure I cannot describe it. It is the type of pleasure that takes away your power to speak, brings you to a primal space. As she fucks me, all I can do is accept what she's giving me. Kitha fucks me harder, faster, and I can feel myself close to squirting. She can feel it, too, and encourages me to soak her. Just let it come, girl. Don't hold back, she says. Her words draw the orgasm from me. I squirt, soaking her hand, arm, and the floor. She slowly withdraws her soaked fist as I lay panting on the bench. She leaves me for a moment and comes back with towels and cleaning supplies to tidy up both of us and the station. Once we are clean and the area is clean and disinfected, she leads me off to a private room and has me lie down on the bed. Now it is my turn, she says, and straddles my chest and lowers her cunt onto my face. She smells luscious and tastes like smoky honey. I press my face into her folds and start worshipping her clitoris, her labia, licking, sucking, nibbling on all parts of her amazing punani until she begins to moan and sits down hard on my face, forcing me into her. Kitha begins to ride my face, controlling my breathing as she does. I suck, lick furiously, and then keep my tongue still as she rubs her clitoris on my tongue so that she gets just the right pressure in just the right spot. Her clitoris grows and hardens. I suck it into my mouth, licking around the glands, the head as, and, as I am sucking until she explodes. She floods my mouth with her smoky honey, almost choking me, covering my face with her sticky juice as well. Kitha climbs off me, licks some of her juices off my face, and towels off the rest. She slides down next to me, wraps her arm around me, and pulls her head, pulls my head to her shoulder. Rest, my good girl, she purrs in my ear. Yes, Papa, I reply. And I fall asleep in her arms. Ticket. Oh, fuck, damn, shit, 
I shout as I stub my toe on the raised nail for the fourth time that day. I am late for a meeting and now likely for the whole day. Days that have me at more than one location are always the most challenging. I find it difficult to figure out what to wear and what to bring with me. I envy those women who seem to find it easy to bring one or two accessories that make their outfits go from day to night with ease and always know how to artfully change their makeup to look smashing after being on their feet for 12 hours already. I have on a wrap mini dress made of deep plum silk. It clings to my bare thighs and the push-up bra gives me enviable cleavage. I can't find the matching pants, so I'm commando today. I complete the outfit with a deep purple leather dark martens. They are butter soft, smooth to the touch. I spray on enslaved by Roja Dove, one of my favorite perfumes, rich with carnation, oak moss, vanilla, and ambergris. I coat my lips in a deep berry gloss. I rush out the door and jump into the car and set out for my first meeting. It's a 15-mile drive, and if the freeway traffic is traffic-free, I will only be five to ten minutes late. Two miles into the journey, there's a traffic jam. I work at my breathing, trying hard not to lose my cool. I hate being late. It always makes me feel off balance. The traffic unsnarls and I step on the accelerator to try to make up the time. I love my car. It's so responsive it can be hard to keep track of speed. I am focusing on making up time, thinking about what I will need to do after the meeting, and I don't realize my speed has crept up to 80 miles per hour until I hear the sirens behind me. Fuck! Shit! Shit! I scream to myself as I pull over to the shoulder. I don't have time for the traffic stop, and this ticket is going to be expensive. I'm digging in my bag for my license and registration as the officer comes to the window. The tan hat and mirrored sunglasses make it difficult for me to see his face. I roll down the window. Do you realize how fast you were going, ma'am? He asks me. I'm sorry, sir. I'm late, and I guess the speed got away from me, I reply. After a moment, I realize that he is staring at my tits, my thighs. I spread my thighs just a little wider. License and registration, ma'am, he says, but his voice is thick with lust. I hand over the paperwork and his hand lingers on mine. He returns to his vehicle to check the documents and my insurance. I watch in the mirror as he walks away. He has a gorgeous, high, round, tight ass. I can feel my juices start to drip on my thighs. My nipples tighten. He comes back to my window. Ma'am, I need you to follow me, he says. This makes me nervous. Do you want this ticket, or... He says, Yes, sir, I I will follow you. He leads me off, the next exit, and to a small motel. He parks round the back at room 103. I park next to him. He opens the door to my car and escorts me into a small, immaculately clean room. He takes off his hat and reveals a beautiful, smooth, bald head. Deep umber eyes, a luscious mustache over full lips, and a blindingly bright smile. He pulls me towards him and leans in for a kiss. I melt as he begins to slowly explore my lips. He slides his tongue around them, then between them, and tastes my tongue. I moan as he explores further, licking at the roof of my mouth, between my lips and teeth, sucking on my tongue gently, chewing my lower lip until my knees buckle and he is holding me up. 
the meeting forgotten, I sink to my knees in front of him. He undoes his belt, and the sound is enough to cause me to moan. The shht as his zipper lowers, and I begin to drool. He lowers his trousers and his black cotton briefs. His cock springs out almost fully hard. He sits down on the bed as I move between his knees. I lower my head to his beautiful, thick, long cock and begin to explore. I start at his balls, licking and lifting them with my tongue, sucking as much of them into my mouth as I can. He groans as I explore and begins to stroke his cock slowly. I move up his delicious tool until I reach the frenulum, licking, tasting, inhaling his musk. Finally, I reach the head. He is cut, so nothing is hidden. His head is swollen and pulsing as I suck him into my mouth. The feel of him in my mouth is divine. I start to suck his cock as though my life depends upon it. I worship his dick as he slides further into my mouth and into my throat. He's content to let me have control as I do this, allowing me to control the pace and depth for a while. As I suck, lick, I slide my finger behind his balls to massage his perineum. He moans as I put pressure there. I slide my finger back and run it along his asshole without penetrating. He buries his hands in my curls and takes back control. Now he controls the depth and pacing as he plunges into my throat. He moves faster and faster. One hand reaches down to squeeze my nipples until I yelp around his dick as he pounds into my throat. Suddenly he stops. I want your tongue in my ass, he rasps out as he pulls his cock out of my throat. He slides up on the bed, lies on his stomach, and spreads his thighs. I slide between them, grabbing his gorgeous ass cheeks and spreading them. I plunge my tongue deep into his asshole and he groans. As I lick and suck his asshole, my hand moves between my thighs. My fingers rub my clitoris frantically as I push my tongue as deeply into his asshole as I can. I am seconds away from an intense orgasm when he tells me to stop. I want to fuck your face, he says. He puts me on my back on the bed and straddles my face. He slides his dick back into my mouth and begins to fuck my face fast and hard. My hand is back between my legs, rubbing my clitoris. My clitoris is hard and slippery between my fingers as he strokes himself into my throat. I can feel him pulsing. He picks up the pace and I know he is close to coming in my mouth. He winds a hand in my hair and holds my head onto his dick as his orgasm begins. His deep bass moans as he fills my throat with ambrosia is enough to push me over the edge. I come bucking underneath him. He slowly pulls out of my throat and squeezes the last few drops of cum onto my lips and tongue. Then he climbs off me and goes to the bathroom to wash off the sweat before redressing. I wonder if I've done enough to avoid the $300 ticket. He comes back into the room to dress and I dash into the bathroom to try and clean up so I look presentable for the rest of my day. I walk naked back into the room. He stares at me as I cross to grab my bra and dress. You have just paid your fine, ma'am. Please watch your speed, he says with a grin on his face. Thank you, officer, I reply as I put on my dress and fluff my hair. He hugs me and slides his hand between my thighs, slipping a finger into my still sopping kitty. I would love to spend some time getting to know you better, he says as he starts stroking my clit until I am purring again. I'm going to give you my card. I hope you call, he says. He kisses me before I can reply and doesn't stop until I'm breathless. When he lets me go, I say, Yes, sir, officer. I would like that.
We leave the room, and he locks up. I wonder how many women he brings here each day. He gets back into his patrol car, and I get back into my car. I have completely missed the first meeting, and I'm already late for the second one. His last words to me are, Drive careful, ma'am, said with a chuckle. I laugh and drive off, being careful of my speed. Curls. As I slowly pull the brush through my thick curls, I reminisce. My hands become master's hands, pulling firmly but gently, working out the knots. As the tangles come free from my hair, the tangles inside me work loose, sitting between his legs, aware of his heat. The tension between relaxation and arousal pulling like the snarls at the base of my skull. I breathe in the scent of him mixed with the scent of my hair released with each stroke. The smell of my scalp mixed with my hair, my body oils, perfume, smoke from the fire burning in the room. My breasts are full and sore. The ropes of blue-green veins pulse across them. I feel my blood move through them, hot, viscous, salty, sweet, tang. His hands are massaging my scalp, now and then pulling through my hair. I smell the oil as he opens the vial, sandalwood and olive, a touch of vetiver and coconut. He drips it onto my head slowly, one drop at a time, and they run into my scalp, drip onto my forehead and down my face, fall onto my shoulders, onto my back, slowly dripping. My breathing is synchronized with the dripping. Master's hands work the oil from my too dry scalp to the ends of my hair. There's a frisson of electricity and then a spark as he touches me again. Dragging a moan from my chest, he pulls me to him and works on my shoulders with his solid hands as the oil does its work. My muscles liquefy and I can barely rise as he pulls me up to lead me to the shower. I stand quietly as he lathers my hair, rinses it, and then applies the first of the conditioners. I moan as he washes my body with the peppermint shower gel tingling everywhere his fingers touch. I moan as the water sluices over me, washing away the soap and the first conditioner. And then again as he works the second conditioner into my hair, scalp to tips, I stand with eyes closed, leaning against him under the hot spray as the conditioner fortifies my hair. 
Master shocks me awake, biting into my shoulder, orgasm taking me without warning, juice squirting from me, mingling with the hot sprays from the shower. He chuckles and washes the last of conditioner away. He takes me out of the shower. His fingers penetrate my ass and pussy as he dries me, as if doing so by accident. I fold into him further. I am dizzy as he rubs the rough towel over my hair. Master applies the after-creams and unguents to my hair and body and leads me to bed. His fingers trail over my breasts. I lean against him with my still wet hair free. We drift together as my hair dries. My hair is soft and full, thick curls resting on his chest. He gathers a handful of my hair, pulling my head back, until he can claim a kiss from me, invading my mouth, almost pressing into my throat until I again liquefy. My curls cling to his fingers, creating a floss cage. He presses his hand against my scalp, spreading his fingers and gripping again, tugging at the roots and then tugging the shaft as I sigh with pleasure. He sets up a rhythm of tugs and pulls, and my pleasure builds until I am emitting a steady purr. The purr becomes a groan as his nails scratch at my scalp and his fingers dig in at the dip right at the base of my skull. He drags his fingers from their silken trap and takes another handful of curls, pulling my head onto his chest and then pushing me down towards his half-hard dick. I breathe in until my nose is at the root, buried in his tight, kinky curls. Now my ringlets become the way he controls his thrust and the way I can tell when he begins to lose control. He pulls, pushes, directs my mouth, lips, and tongue, using my curls as a joystick, a lever. His hands completely entangled now as he thrusts until he pushes through the tightness at the back of my throat, until I relax and let him slide all the way down. His hands and my curls control my breathing now, throat convulsing around his sword as he picks up speed. His hands clench and unclench, creating a maze of soft springs. He tastes of salt, sweat, and a hint of zest from when he fucked me earlier today. I work on him sucking, licking as his hands and my corkscrews control the pace. My world narrows until there is nothing but his fists in my locks, his cock in my pulsing raw throat, and the puddle of oil dripping from my snatch. The sound of his groan when I slide my finger into his tight, tropical butt brings me closer to my own orgasm. I try to quicken the pace so he will permit me release, but his hands hold me in place as he begins to piston in and out of my raw mouth and throat. Quick breaths are all he gives me as he moves towards his peak. His moan is steady as I suck harder, turning to a groan, and then a howl as he fills my throat with this thick, salty seed. I work at the root of him to get every drop. I'm suspended on the edge of my own orgasm as he pumps into my throat. His hands stay tangled deep in my curls as he says, Come. My orgasm starts at my toes and moves up, enervating my nerves, my muscles, skin, releasing fluid from my core. My pleasure suffuses through my curls, loosened more in the afterglow. Thanks for joining me on this erotic adventure. Join me again next week for more exciting erotica. Visit my websites, drlorybethbisbee.com and drlorybethbisbee.press for more information about what I'm doing and what services are available. Check out my weekly internet radio show, The A to Z of Sex, on the Health and Wellness Channel, voiceamerica.com, Thursdays at 11 a.m. PST, 2 p.m. EST, 7 p.m. BST, and that's a live show 
If you've got suggestions for this show or authors you'd like to hear, email me at laurybeth at drlaurybethbisbee.press. Have a great week.